Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily. From Curiosity.com, I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about an easy trick for making needles less painful. How Mayan civilizations filtered water more than 2,000 years ago. And the hilarious name that astronomers have proposed for moons that orbit other moons. Let's satisfy some curiosity. The COVID-19 vaccine is here, which is pretty exciting because this is a big step in resuming some kind of normal. Of course, it's also bittersweet for those of us who don't like needles. But if that's you, I've got some good news. Scientists have discovered a free and easy way to ease the pain. Smile or grimace, up to you. This came from researchers at the University of California, Irvine. They started by recruiting 231 psychology students for a study that supposedly explored how multitasking affected needle pain. They crafted this ruse so the students wouldn't overthink how their facial expressions affected their pain. The scientists injected the students with a harmless saline solution using a needle that's common for flu shots. The students, meanwhile, were randomly assigned to grimace or smile or keep a straight face while getting their shot. Now, weirdly, everyone did this while holding a chopstick in their mouth. That was to keep the expressions the same across participants. They rated their stress before the shots and the pain before, during, and afterward on a scale of 0 to 100. The researchers also measured the students' stress by monitoring their heart rates and the sweat on their hands. The team found that smiling blunted the participants' pain by up to 40%. And if that wasn't enough, smiling also reduced stress about the shot by lowering their heart rates. That was only true of a sincere smile. You know, the kind where your eyes crinkle up. And in my case, my ears kind of wiggle a little bit. Students who were told to soft smile or fake it didn't really feel the effects as much. But if you're too distraught to smile, it's okay to show your pain. Like the smilers, the grimacing group had 39% less pain than the poker-faced participants. Grimacing may seem like the opposite of smiling, but the muscles involved are similar. You scrunch your eyes and bare your teeth to make both faces. This is another check in the win column for the facial feedback hypothesis. That's the controversial idea that the expression on your face can directly affect your emotions. We covered it back in September, and you can find that episode in the show notes. Controversial or not, it's a good thing that studies like this are still being done to add to that body of evidence. Seems like the expression grin and bear it is actually science-backed advice. Hopefully making a face will make your next shot a little more bearable. If you want to support a population, you need a reliable supply of clean water. So it might not be too surprising that Roman, Greek, and Egyptian civilizations had water filtration systems as long as 2,000 years ago. But researchers just discovered that around the same time, the Mayans did too. And they relied on a mineral we thought was new to the water filtration game. We know this because of a recent discovery in modern-day Guatemala, in Tikal, which used to be one of the great cities of the Americas. Between the 4th century BCE and around 900 CE, the city grew to be one of the Mayan civilization's most important urban centers. Its population peaked as high as 90,000. But it wasn't located near a source of clean spring water like great Aztec and Inca cities were. So to get clean water, its people had to innovate. And they did it using zeolite. 
Zeolite is a natural crystalline compound that's incredibly porous, so it absorbs water easily and captures contaminants effectively. In other words, it's perfect for making water safe to drink. The stuff is still used at water purification plants across the world, and technicians even used it to absorb radioactive waste after the Fukushima nuclear disaster. The people of Takao relied on 10 reservoirs to sustain them during periods of seasonal drought. Researchers made the big discovery at the bottom of the Coriental Reservoir, which was the largest in the Mayan world. Mixed in with the sediment were zeolite and coarse quartz sand, exactly what you'd need to make, say, a giant water filter. They think the zeolite was quarried about a six-hour walk north of the city at an aquifer known for its extremely clean water, clean water that's still naturally filtered by the surrounding volcanic rock, which contains zeolite. The researchers don't know exactly how the filtration system works, but they think the filtration happened at the point that water flowed into the reservoir. The mixture of zeolite and quartz was probably surrounded by woven fiber mats to form a giant filter that the water could pass through as it entered the reservoir. And get this, there's still evidence that the water in the reservoir was exceptionally clean. Modern researchers have found mercury in other reservoirs around Tikal, but they haven't been able to find any trace of the toxin in this one. It's the oldest known example of water filtration in the Western Hemisphere, and it worked like a dream. Right now we're going to go from human history to outer space. What can I say? We like to do a little bit of everything in this podcast. So we polished up this classic clip just for you. Take a listen. Have you ever wondered if a moon can have its own moon? Well, you've come to the right place. The short answer is yes, it's technically possible, but it's not likely. Either way, though, a moon's moon might have the best name ever. Moon Moon. Does that mean that a moon's moon's moon is called a moon moon moon? I sure hope it does. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say moon moon throughout this story, but honestly, the International Astronomical Union hasn't picked an official term yet. Some ideas out there include grand moons, moon squareds, nested moons, moonitos, and moonettes. Let's be real, though. Moon moon is obviously the best option, so we're going to call it that anyway. But let's back up and talk about what a moon moon actually is. First, we have to agree on what a moon is. A moon is loosely defined as a world that orbits another world. But as we've learned from the debate about Pluto... We've seen moons orbiting lots of different things. Planets, dwarf planets, even asteroids. Well, astrophysicist Juna Kohlmeier has some ideas about what it might take to be a moon moon. She says it would have to be less than six miles in diameter, and the moon it's orbiting would have to have a strong enough gravity so that the moon moon doesn't go flying off into space. The moon moon would also have to have enough space not to crash into the moon or to crash into the planet that the moon is orbiting. There's a lot of criteria, but technically, a couple moons in our solar system could sustain a moon moon, including our own moon and Saturn's moon Titan. We haven't discovered any actual moon moons, though. At least one astronomer thinks we should be looking at Kepler-1625b, where we may have found the first moon outside of our solar system. Others will just have to keep their eye to the sky. Happy moon moon hunting hunting! Alright, well, let's recap today's takeaways. Starting with the fact that if you're not good with needles... That's me, for sure. But you need to get a vaccine, which everyone should do. Then try smiling while you get the injection. It could reduce your pain by up to 40% and cut down on the stress of seeing them come at you with that needle. My goodness. For sure. 
We also learned that researchers have found the oldest known example of water filtration in the Western Hemisphere. Mayans filtered water using zeolite more than 2,000 years ago. I said this recently. Mayans, the Incans, the Aztecs, all those civilizations in the Americas before the Europeans came over and colonized. So advanced. Like, it's really cool all the stuff they were doing. So don't just rely on, you know, stereotypes from history or whatever. It's not all just like temples and sacrifices. There was a lot going on over here in the Americas. Absolutely. Certainly worth looking into. We also learned that moons can have moons called moon moons. Theoretically, we haven't actually found any yet. But if we do, they might be called moon moons. The jury is out on that one. They could be sub moons or moonitos or moonettes. But I mean, come on. Come on. The only acceptable alternative is Mooney McMoonface. Sure. Which really, I mean, everything, everything should just be called Mick something face. <laughs> just change everything. Make the world better. Sure. Why not? Today's stories were written by Steffi Drucker and Grant Curran and edited by Ashley Hammer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Today's episode was produced and edited by Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow on the award-winning Curiosity Daily McDaily face and learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious.